From Bloom, this is Scabs, and you're listening to Love Rice, our podcast experimenting with love and life and happiness. Now, today's episode is just a little bit different, and I don't have a, a, a you know a great or an amazing guest today. In fact, it's just me, and that feels a little bit awkward to me. But I have to say a special thanks to my friend Nat, the storyteller in the Man Hater episode, for interviewing me. So my real name isn't Scabs, and oddly, it's it's become an affectionate nickname from those who share my similar story. You see, like some of you out there, one terrible day, I woke up to my life and realized my husband was cheating. And so today, we talk about triggers, where something recalls a past trauma. Okay, recording. Is this on? Yeah, solid red line. Okay, solid red. Yeah, keep it that way. Settle. Okay. Who goes first? Maybe I can get in the mood to tell that story. Yeah. You know, it's been a, I mean, like I was telling you before, it has been a long time since I felt a trigger or any, any kind of um, something that put me back to those days where I, where it all began. So the other day I was just cleaning out some boxes and I was actually looking for some cords, you know, and some headphones and things. And I was cleaning out a box and I, you know, I have this nest, like a snake's nest of cords. I'm just digging through and pulling out and looking at, and everything's fine, and I'm having a great day. And I pull out this small black box, and I turn it over, and I look at it, and instantly I feel this, like, I mean, drop in blood pressure. Like, I just feel everything drain, and it, like, bumps over my heart and then, like, sits heavy in my stomach. And I'm, I look at the box and it says something like, for use only outside of Hong Kong, which is no reason to get upset. <laughs> Except in your case. <laughs> Except in my case, I'm looking at it going, this is the electrical adapter he bought on his way to have his sexcation in the Philippines. And that's the first time that I think in years that I've been brought back to that day. I was just, I instantly, my mood changed. Instantly, you know, we were no longer happy getting ready for school. Instantly, I just became silent. I became sick, like physical sickness in my stomach. And um, I remember looking at my daughter being like, I can't be like this. I'm just going to school and you know, half an hour, I need to engage and, you know, but I just, I couldn't, I shut right down. And like I said, it probably took like a full 45 minutes for me to really totally leave it because then in that time frame, I had to take, you know, I had to do carpool and take kids to school and, you know, so it sat with me a little bit during that, but um, that initial first few minutes, Maybe 10 minutes, I don't know. I would, I sat there looking at it, trying to figure out what to do, how I felt, you know, and I went through the memories, mm. you know, a little bit. Reliving it? I don't know if I relived it because it didn't feel quite like reliving. It just felt like I went through the memory. Mm. I just went through the file box. Yep. Oh, yeah, that, is, that, that did happen to me. This really happened to me. 
I think that's kind of something, like I said, I feel a little bit like I so far removed maybe mm-hmm. from what happened and I've moved on and I don't really think about it much anymore, how it, how awful it was. Right. So I don't know. It's kind of cool too, because I think all these years of practicing ways to get through those really kicked in. I instantly started doing like some breathing, some like self-talk. I mean, it was weird. I like tapped into my yoga hardcore. <laughs> and, and you know, 45 minutes, that black box was a black box thrown in the basket and <laughs> tucked in the back closet, <laughs> waiting for another five years to be discovered. <laughs> you kept it. You didn't throw it away. I kept it. And why? Why? I don't know. Are you going to Hong Kong? Maybe I'm going to go to Hong Kong, but it can only be used outside of use, <laughs> outside of Hong Kong. You know, I, I actually kept it because, yes, I thought, I'm going to travel with this. I'm going to use it. <laughs> so is it like defiance? Like, I'm going to reclaim this. It's not going to have hold over me? Maybe. I think it's a little bit. I'm in a big, like, reclaiming mode lately. Like, I'm reclaiming everything as my own, you know? like yeah. So I can look at that and be like, it doesn't have control or power over me. You know, we'll see. Maybe I'll pull it out again in a couple of months and see what it does to me. <laughs> but, right. but it always blows my mind how some stupid inanimate object can really, I mean, well, except it you can really, buy it at Radio Shack. Everyone, yeah. you know, everyone who's been anywhere outside of the country has one. So it really isn't the object. I mean, you look at it and what's the first thing that goes through your mind? Sex with hookers. Exactly. <laughs> That's not everyone's first thought when they look at a little black box. I know, it's so sad. I know. I think the moment that came to me when I saw that little black box was the, um, that, that afternoon when he came off the airplane and he hadn't said anything and I hadn't really discovered anything, but I knew. And this like just welling it was the same emotion in my stomach this welling feeling of like I'm gonna explode and we went home you know tucked the kids into bed as best I could and I just remember the explosion of emotion that came out of me like crying screaming you know spewing out all kinds of ugly words and then curling in a ball and then you know throwing my shoes into the closet and you know, I just remember all of that. That night was so hellish, and and I think that's what was coming back to me, the remembrance of that all-nighter that I spent. Yeah. So it took you back to it the did. exact moment. Yeah. It did. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, I think sometimes I think I'm, I'm, I'm past or removed from those things. I, I can look at what happened to me, and I can think um, – I can look at that, and I, I just think to myself – you know, maybe that went, maybe that happened to someone else. It doesn't feel very, uh, connected to my life now. Like it feels almost like I'm looking at someone else's story. But when I, when I experienced that feeling, I thought, you know, this is kind of like a gift, even though it sucked. I thought it's a gift to remind me that actually happened. Mm -hmm. That was real. I went through that and I'm here. So in a strange way, I did feel like it was a gift, thinking about it later. Hmm. 
<laughs> I like that you kept it. <laughs> I like that I kept it too. <laughs> and you know, I don't even think I purposely kept it. I think I was like, okay, put it in the box, put it, you know, I threw, there was a bunch of cords and stuff I threw away. Yeah. Like I had to resume untangling the snake cords. Right. I had a pile of like discard and a pile of, I don't know what this is, and a pile of keep, and it was right. in the pile of keep. Well, I think the interesting thing is it it never happens the same way again. I mean, mm-hmm. like, have you ever had a perfume that brings back something or, or a, like the smell of your childhood home or something. Creaking at my grandma's door. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can remember the very first time that you re-experience something that you haven't had in like a good decade or something. Uh, it comes back really vividly. But then I try to recreate it, smell the smell again, or, you know, make it happen. It never happens the same way. I don't think it holds the same power. It's like doing drugs. <laughs> The first Great time you get high, it's drugs. like, <laughs> The second time it's like, oh, yeah, that was awesome. Third time, uh, fourth time, uh, so you got to up the drive. Right. <laughs> Except in this case, I think it's a good thing not to have to re-experience a trigger the yeah. same way. I mean, there were know? some cool things about it. Like, I felt like, you know, I really was able to get through that trauma. Um, yeah, talk about that. What were you using? You know, it was it was interesting because I, I, I was sitting at the table and... Um, I didn't, I didn't scream out or I didn't like gasp or I didn't start crying. I didn't have any like, you know, kind of outward the what you would expect. It was just this, like, I just literally the, like I said, the blood pressure just felt like it dropped and, and I could recognize that feeling because I'd had that feeling a trillion times. And that feeling sometimes leads you to crawl into your bed and cover your face with your, you know, covers and blankets and shut out the world. And, you know, I had done that in the past, but I think over the years I've learned, I, I just breathed. I, I really did like a four count breath. I like, I was like counting to myself, breathe in, two, three, hold, two, three, out, two, three, hold, two, three. Like I just did this and I probably did it, you know, maybe, I don't know, for a minute or so, just like re-regulating my feelings because I, they were in my stomach Yeah, and I had to get my feelings, I think. I can, I can, like, I think this is how I feel about my feelings. I can honor, I can feel them and I can honor them. And then I want to like bring them back out of my stomach and into my life. And so I think that's, it was really that breath that brought me out of it. And then when I'm breathing, you know, you really feel it. And I could feel it like moving maybe to the side or like, even now talking about it, I'm kind of feeling it in my chest a little bit. And, um, but it was, I remember it moving up and still taking the breath and just being silent with myself, like taking the quiet, you know, my daughter is busy doing her little things. And so I really did have a moment of just to be still and not to run from it and to be still and to face it with my, the power of my breath and the power of my mind and the power of my heart that I knew I'd been cultivating all these years and learning. And then... You know, it left. That's the story of the little black box. Yes, that's good. Love Rise is supported by Bloom, a resource for women in crisis. Now, for some of us, even though we struggle with, you know, depression, anxiety, fear, crisis, or like me, a little black boxes, we're still parents. 
Log on to bloomforwomen.com to register for 30 days free with the promo code SCABS and listen to therapist Kathy Kinghorn's Trauma Mama class. It has so many great tools. I love this class. Thanks for your iTunes reviews and keep them coming. As always, your questions, your thoughts, your ideas, send them to me at scabs at bloomforwomen.com. The end. Okay, really, there's a chainsaw outside. My house is like the loudest thing ever. Yeah, someone's chainsawing my bushes and I have no place to go. Oh, well, hopefully you can't hear it.